0: Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs Drink podcast. I am Elvis your host and I'm here to let you know that it's this it's this the show this podcast. It's not safe for work. We're teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our rope and we, you know, the teachers, would like to be able to speak honestly and openly about our jobs without having to worry about losing them. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. This episode is brought to us by the wonderful friends at Patreon. We have wonderful, wonderful patrons who support us as little as $5 a month, and in doing so, they get all kinds of bonus extra features, and we love them. So to show my love to them, I'm going to say their names. Here we go. A big shout out to our newest, Jessica C, Inga, Kaylee, Terry J, Jerry CB, Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P, Eckebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S, Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Texas Teacher Kristen, James and Allie J, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Gin Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swiffle Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, William P, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa. H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimmy, and Sarah N. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. Speaking of supporting us, chum, check out our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. That's right, if you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to LudlamDramatics.com and get the best theater educational resources you can find. They are mind blowing. All right, folks, this episode was recorded at a bar. It has myself, Elvis, Lucille Lane, Buddy O'Hare makes a late appearance, Count Chocolate, uh, Wayne Kerr, and I believe we have a waitress. I forget her name, but she pops up a couple times to bring us some wine because it's half price wine night. Anyway, there is a lot of background noise. I understand completely if this episode is not for you because of the background noise. However, in the future, we've got our microphone keyed up a lot better, so you won't this problem anymore. All right friends, enjoy this episode. I love you. Cheers 190. And I'll be able to Are you guys ready more or less? i my wine over here. Get the munchies. Get all the snacks. Okay. Okay. All right, well, welcome to Teacher Needs a Dream Podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and today we are... What bar is this? Where is this? We're at Staten Island, and next to me on my left, at have Oh, Wayne Perry Yeah, you my name right. Yeah. Oh, uh, I wouldn't suggest shaking my hands right now. Nope, nope, nope. I saw you touching the gherkins over there. Exactly. And we also today have Miss Lucy Lynn.
1: Great cheese back.
0: It's been a minute, and also with this Mr. Count Chocolate.
1: Yes, it melts in your mouth and in your hands.
0: There you go. Well, friends, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we're having drinks. We've had a nice long and lots of yummy, yummy, yummy of food and lots of half-priced wine. So we're going to go ahead and start with this first one, and we'll see how it goes. This is from Miss Andrew Thorn Gage, weird name from the Reddits, And she says, student banned from the last day of school party, and they are super pissed at me. I have a kid. Let's call him Merlin. He's been a pain all year. Today he was giving a warning that if he got any more referrals, he would not be able to attend the end-of-year party that we have, which is really fun. I didn't know that he had already been told that. Then he came to my class and proceeded to ignore every single expectation all class period. I opened up a new email and started keeping a log. From refusing to sit in his assigned seat to repeatedly punching his friend in the arm to refusing all assignments. Even fun things like blooking. You guys know blooking? Uh, that means it's not muted. It's good. Hey um, it's on. Down. Then he finally said, Stop talking to me, bitch, when I asked him to keep his hands himself I hit send on the email. The principal was in my room in minutes and showed him a printed up copy of the email. It was literally a list of his behaviors, no exaggeration or commentary. But now he's really, really mad at me. He can't go to the party, and according to him, it's all my fault. He takes no ownership. He was near tears and yelling in the hallway about that bitch, which is probably. Two class periods left. I don't feel bad or guilty. I'm just surprised how emotional he's being about it. Uh, it's, no, it's it's what needs to happen. first of all, I understand that we have nothing to lose. Like you will do whatever. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's okay right? because they
3: can. So
2: exactly. That's all that's going on, in I have about that unit. Mm-hmm. That's a classic just like fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah, there is. So, which case, we found out. Don't fuck around. But I
0: mean, we have these kids that are assholes. Like, hey, you're gonna lose this privilege if you do this. And the thing is, when I work with kids that might have disabilities or might be on the spectrum, and if they're problems, I try to make them very clear, hey, if you do this again, you are going to have to sit out or miss the activity, or if you hit your friend, or if you call them a bitch again. And then they'll, like, do you understand? Yes. Oh, damn it. Okay, come on out. Why? Well, I just told you, if you choose to do this, what's going to happen? And they're like, oh,
2: but I, we made
0: this so clear. So in a special way, as you all know, it's been a long time in I was a special way teacher. Do it. If you do even then?
3: if you do this, then what happens? That's for specialness. Any regular child knows they are consequences. Knows that you know if you jump high, you come down hard. You know, like it's not any news that is like a revolutionary idea to them. That's why they thought they were fucking stupid. Like they, they just, they, did, they just want to eat, and they're gonna do it again. Except they're gonna end up like, in
0: jail. These are the ones that we need to keep like, an eye on. Early. Yeah. I agree to some, to some bit, but I feel like since pandemic, and I think kids having to spend so much time with their parents, there's been a loosening of the. Hey, instead of if you stop doing this, we're going to do this, it's like hey, knock it off, hey stop, but the consequences never come, and so they just keep doing the same action, and I feel like it's not just someone who might have the disability or special needs. I think it's pretty common now, just because I don't know. I don't want to say parents don't know how to parent because there are a lot of good kids out there, but I feel like there's a lot of slipping in the same way. So
3: remember when I said don't let their parents do?
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I, I think it's on two fronts. One. Uh, Maybe some parents out there that simply do not want to follow through with the consequence because it's easier for them, like, say the consequence is you don't get to be on your phone anymore, but the kid keeps on bitching about not being able to do anything on their phone, then finally cave and give them the phone back because they just want to stop listening to the kid bitch about it. I think another thing has also been happening um, recently is that kids are just accustomed to receiving the second chance without yeah. earning the second chance. Yeah. They're, they're just expecting it. So, and I see that in my classroom quite often. Uh, but I don't, as a parent, I know my kids are very full aware that they have to earn their second chance or earn back what they lost as a privilege. What do they count on? Uh, a combination of
1: things that have been spoken but yeah he uh around and found out but on top of that if someone sets a standard and gives you the expectation and at the same time tells you what will happen as a result i think it's good to hold a student accountable for it and regardless of how inconvenient it was for that kid and he was crying he was mad he was going to miss the celebration i'm sure throughout the year there were multiple instances where the consequence was not in course and this time you know what we're going to keep you from that we keep kids from graduating if you make really really big mistakes, you, you still get your diploma. But we're just taking away that ginormous ceremony you've been looking forward to for all three to four years of high school or anything like that. So yeah, um, I don't know if it's a parenting thing or what, but I think it's good that someone's really lying to, you to set of an expectation and that the admin supported the teacher based on the report that was given. So I support that one hundred percent.
0: The problem is the parents just aren't creative. And they come up with, well, if you come up with a punishment for the child that ends up being a punishment for you, it's like, okay, well or at least it's a punishment for the parent, like, okay, you don't get to watch TV anymore. Well, now they got to deal with their kid, because their kid's not sitting there staring at the TV. And they're going to have issues, because they don't want to take care of their kid. It's a lot easier, I'm going to go back to watching TV. I'll go back
2: to playing whatever game on my phone. So, my suggestion, because maybe I am a creative parent, maybe I'm not. So, on the same an instrument took place at my house this week. And as a result, the kids will not be watching TV. They spent today cleaning their bathroom, my bathroom, the floors of the kitchen, vacuuming the floor, and their day was very well
0: occupied. Yeah. But I think it's also different. A lot of it comes down, some to like socioeconomics, and it's just because if you have a House or a bigger house, it's a lot easier to punish the kid. And you know what? Just go to your room, go to crime, go in there. But if you're in a tiny little apartment where you're sharing a room, yeah. it's a lot harder. I want to get to like send the kid out, so just get out. You can't be in the house anymore. It <laughs> might do that, but that's my bad. It limits a lot of your opportunities or how well you have to deal with the punishment you're giving out there. Yeah. So,
3: um, I, mean, I know I'm like people I watched a TikTok. On <laughs> Some guy was like, what do you mean
2: y'all drink out in the house? What is that? And like, someone, <laughs> like, like you didn't have boxes, and someone got on there, and was of our age. Yeah.
3: We're showing our age right now, sorry guys. But they were like, oh no, you don't step inside the house. You step inside the house, I mean it's just time for you to go to bed. You don't step inside your own. You, know, like, you forge your food, you drink out the house, you're the thing. Yeah. Sure
0: it's
3: like the same thing. you yep. do not oh, like like I knew. I'm not coming in this house. I'm not. I'm not. I'm com- <laughs> so. You better be very free we I was playing my a secret game. Yeah. you walking and out of the house. and then that's your choice. you're going to be here. I will take out the house. I will be with my friends. In fact, like I was
0: playing hide and go see seek until. No, we had the when the street lights are on, yeah. which was about eight-ish depending on the air. They didn't really have time sensitive ones back then, they just kind of came on when they came on. But when the street lights came on, it was time to go home. And the mental where you gotta be. Yeah, of if you it. keep on the couch, okay.
3: then yeah. they will stay where they feel. They'll, they'll stay in their lane. And this is all all them, all right.
0: Right. This is I about teaching respect. You know, know. Awesome. you know what's gonna happen, so you so, If you have a kid, I I know, I know, I know. But I know <laughs> I don't want to bring all that up into this. (laughs) Anyway, so if you were a kid, you were parenting. In this modern day age, where you live right now, would you like get out of the house, get out of here? But you're not your parents, though. It's a different thing, too. Because that's what the person was like, oh, yeah, I I would feel okay, but I'm not the kind of parents that get the fuck out of the house and stay gone all day long. (laughs)
3: Yeah. With me. yeah. Where they're
0: like, I don't even want to go out with yep. It'll
3: yeah. be so educational
0: yeah. um, and yeah. yeah, I don't want my kids to hate the things I'm dragging them to, but I want to teach them to tolerate it at least. So, like, at some point, they go to a nice restaurant where there's a long, boring dinner, yeah. or if they're at a museum, like just find something dangerous. Learn how to be
3: my dominant so I'll hold my glass of wine and walk around museum yeah, and I will sip my wine and be like we need to respect this art for of this reason and stop keeping busy already. Yeah. I, I enjoy every bit of it. Like as you were saying don't don't like punish kids for something that you feel punished for as well. No, no. They will hate the things that I do. Yeah,
2: yes. What you got? I had your fingers Well, yeah, the, no, the moment passed, but um, so one thing I would say about even now as a parent, I would not say my kids outside because we live in Texas and uh, it's fucking summer. and So, but I will say that anytime I'm tired of my kids being on their electronics, I at least give them something either a constructed to do or at least other choices of um, Real, uh, play game with me, play this, and get more games, you know. Now, and that's tough.
0: As a parent, and especially like this last six months where I'm either depressed or stressed out, it's like, okay, well I feel bad saying, okay, get off your phone, because what do I want to do? I really just want to lay on my couch in a scroll. Yes. Or, you know, just send texts to same four people my or whatever I'm doing. I love you. <laughs> So um, I don't know. I don't like the argument. I use it sometimes, but like, why do I have to do it? You're doing it like I'm the adult. I'm. I feel I'm the adult's better. Yes. I don't know. I am torn, but I've also used the I'm the teacher several times. Like, how come you get to go bring stuff? Because I'm a teacher. Yeah. I, I <laughs> use time. time. Yeah. 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 I
3: I told I, I use. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I've used the, I'm older than you in class more than once, like how come you're allowed to have coffee in class and we're not? I'm like, I'm also allowed to drive and vote and you're not. Like, privileges come with age, so I stay right know. My I to do is <laughs> bring like dinner the You can tell me. Yeah. So that's what I was like, if you can talk in a time right now, then I'll let you do whatever you want.
0: And make, and make quick. Right. And it's a simple task.
3: Yeah, And it's a it shows, like... The, the Are you worried about shaming the child? No. Oh. No, this was not, not a thing, because if we're talking... And well, of course these things are always going on. and we're, we're talking about the realm of uh, doing ridiculous things, right? getting into trouble, doing the things we're on top of, doing the things that are not uh,
0: respectable and whatnot,
3: and keeping
0: kids accountable. Well then, what
3: <laughs> With what you are doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And
0: you're asking and me to do like why can't I go to that end yeah. of like, yeah. the year party or whatever? Oh yeah, and, and the end of the year party.
3: I <laughs> forgot okay. we had a story We
0: started not Oh, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh we're all back yeah. to so this the end time. of the year story. Yeah. Yeah. So like if we're
3: talking about that and, and relating it to like why can't So and I made the role to be on time. Because I I can lose my privilege, but I can't go to this party go down on time. But for you, what did you do to keep yourself from not going there with your classmates? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like,
0: a similar argument. Like, how come he gets to go play? He ate his broccoli. You eat your broccoli, <laughs> you go out there too. You learn how to tell time, you can go play. Until then. <laughs> you'll, be on, you'll be on time for playtime. You'll, yeah,
3: you'll be on time for that class yeah. class part and you'll do the whole thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they need the rules and broke broken. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So. Cool. But I'm both like, yeah, we're
1: going to where I had a thought like about parenting, but I was like, going? Oh, my parents were just vindictive about their punishments, and then at the end of the story, they'd always be like, you were raised better than mine, I'm like, yeah, but... I wasn't afraid of what a parent could do or what a teacher could do. Yeah. It was when the teacher called my mom or my dad. I'm like, how?
0: Yeah, I was. Yeah, a teacher could get make me upset. Yeah. But I was never scared of repercussions nope. from a
1: teacher. It was about what, no, my what decided, came home. Because I already knew, like, if my mom said. Like my two favorite, my two most memorable punishments had nothing to do with the teachers and their phone call and explanations. They told the truth. It was my mom telling, like, telling me to go to school until in eighth grade. to Tell my coach I wasn't allowed to practice or play the whole week, but I was allowed to go to the game. And they played eleven on ten because for some reason we only had eleven guys, a lot of injuries. And I stood on the sidelines and we lost forty to nothing. And I probably got my ass beat by my teammates. In my senior year of high school, I rolled my eyes and said something smart to my calculus teacher. And my mom was like, go tell the coach you can't play. I'm like, I'm all district. What do you mean I can't play, Mom? Go tell your coach. I said so. And then I was like, all right. So my coach accepted that and was like, you better ask her. Is there something else that can be done? And my mom was like, run 150 suicides and I'm like, it's Tuesday, we got a game Friday, so I ran like 60 suicides after school, during the girls' class, practice, like and I just never forgot it. so and probably was too damn tired to really play on Friday, like I remember being very sore, yeah. but like she was like, you know better you were raised better, so you two are going to miss the game, or are you going to do this and I'm like, looks like I'm running and I think the end point of all oh, whole like you were raised better, is the point that they brought back, and I was like, You're right. I just, in a moment of weakness, I showed my ass. So, uh, please
3: tell me if I'm wrong, but like, I do get a lot of it. But breaking these and trying, like, over and over.
0: just to do something stupid and because they get caught heat and they feel they can do whatever they want or they want to try and sometimes they get away with it and they can and other times they get shut down and the ones who don't get shut down are the ones we end up having a hard time with because they're the ones who are surprised like you know that thing we're going to say you did if you did it again well we're doing it <laughs> it's a high almost
3: like a high yeah. you
0: know, i got away with it yeah no, know they get excited. Going to oh yeah, they have the TikTok challenge, or it's like yeah, punch yeah. a teacher or something like that, or rip a mirror off. Yeah, they're just vandalizing random bathrooms. That's where it's complete. Yeah. Yes.
3: Right. yes. The yes. right. yes. uh, so, ridiculousness.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Until the consequences actually get served up at that point, until they right?
3: feel it. Until they feel it, they don't
2: know
3: it, and that goes with. That Meaningful. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm still feeling my bad position. And uh, you know, that's just the way it
0: is. It's part of growing up. Yeah, it
3: is. And that's, I mean, like, that's you know, why I feel so strongly about holding kids accountable, yes, even when they're younger. Yes. Because it's better for them to learn over a failed test in sixth grade than never having to have consequences and then getting to college or a job and finding out that their boss isn't there to play. Like, at some point, you have to learn. better to learn that younger when the stakes are low than with something that's going to follow you your whole life if you keep screwing
0: up. Well that's where a lot of people are starting to wonder is if someone has to work from home like their, what do you call it, what do you call it, remote worker, yeah remote Mm -hmm. worker, Are they going to have to deal with a lot of those same politics? It's like, oh, well, you won't have a calculator in your pocket when you're this age. You won't have a dictionary. You need to memorize these facts. (laughs) Is this going to be like, well, you won't be able to do that in office? Are offices going to exist in 20 years? Is it going to be feasible to hold real estate? Is the U.S. going to exist? (laughs) There's
3: always going to be, I mean, unless we actually do succeed in overthrowing the government somehow, and I I know I'm now on a watch list somewhere. Again? (laughs) Again. (laughs) Like, it's, there's always going to be somebody that you have to answer to. You are speeding and you get pulled over or the person who writes your paychecks or if you're your own boss, the client who wanted the thing that you didn't deliver on. Like, there's always going to be somebody that you're having to answer to when
2: and
3: Learning how to not run your mouth
0: at that point is probably good. But the problem is we as teachers are the ones talking about this. Our job as teachers is not to teach someone how to be polite, how to be respectful. That, that really comes down to the parents' job of teaching them how to it's be human. To. Yeah. And I go to some people, just like the parents were never taught, it just kind of goes far, far up to where there was something and they never needed to be respectful or didn't they never learned and I remember that flooring me the very first time when I was a brand new baby teacher in like 2005 or 2006 and some kid got in trouble and the mom came up to school and I was expecting like a finger wagging and I was like yeah your son said fuck you and he's like oh yeah he did because you're being an asshole and just like the mom went off and like. This 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 is the direction I was going for. The principal just kind of chuckled and she yelled and went away. He's like, yeah, she does that.
2: Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, you could afford me there, boss. Thanks. Yeah, you know. But um, E for more entertaining to watch.
0: E- I don't. But I feel like that kind of behavior no. with a parent yeah. coming and going off because they don't believe what the kid, teacher says that the kid obviously is the one telling the truth.
2: Well, you know. I feel that's where. Tree, I feel
0: it's you know. been a seismic shift. Is that it's gone from. The kids being the ones wrong, to now the, the teachers, teachers? Yeah, no, it's, what did you do wrong? Why did you service my kid correctly? No. How come they aren't doing this the way you were supposed to do it, or the way it was done for me? Well, yeah. no, you had a support system. You had parents. You had grandparents. You, Your teachers, the money went a lot further in 1980. <laughs> <and> I <it
2: doesn't laughs> well, so <laughs> Yeah. I think this also goes to a parent perception that, um... A school is not a customer service model. Oh yeah. It is not. Cool, er, schools, yeah, we like to say that we have a business model, but we're not a business model. This is not customer service. And you are not going to get what you want. This is not her routine. This is hard lessons, and that you need to go ahead and get those hard lessons out of the way before it becomes a bigger impact. To the point where, say, I don't know, you're this kid needs a lawyer for whatever fucking stupid thing you did.
0: <laughs> I think the thing that sticks to me is there is in the 1990 movie Freddy's Dead. The kids are in a mental asylum, and some rich kid's been blowing stuff up. And he's like, "Well, you didn't fix them." He's like, "Well, the kid's not a toy. You can't just expect us to take three hours and just yeah. fix whatever's going on with him." We're supposed to teach him history. But hey, guys, guess what? Whoa! We have a. Pay- Patreon! What? It's, that's... No, it's, oh, it's true. It's Just like <laughs> only <laughs> We have a Patreon. For as little as $5 to $10, you can sign up and get all kinds of bonus, extra content, and just be a more lovable person in general. It will be better for your self-esteem and your job, and really all of us. It, we encourage deodorant and hygiene, and so you know what? If there's other people who need to become patrons, send them our way. We can use them. But come be a patron teacher needs a drink. We'd love it.
2: Oh wait, oh. I my crew. Yeah, yes. I'm minutes. sorry, dude. I didn't know. Give me a second. Okay, so hold on. There we go. Okay, let's try this one. Would you rather make out with your celebrity, cut or celebrity clutch or get paid $5,000? I'm taking
0: $5,000 just because time's been tight lately. <laughs> <laughs> And my celebrity crush changes all the time. Like Selma Hayek's been looking really good lately. Oh, I saw her, whatever she did for the new Magic Mike movie. But and, oh, good, yeah. Amanda Seyfried, she's always
2: gonna be there. And,
0: oh my gosh, what is the name of Rosario D'Agar? Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Is that? No, oh, I like Rosario Dawson. Who was the one she was on the uh, White Lotus um, in the first season? Aubrey Plaza. Oh, oh, not oh, Aubrey. Aubrey Okay, Alexandra. Sorry. Alexandra. Dedario yeah. or something like that. Ghost, but, oh my God! No, she she wins. She's it. She's it. She was the one of the girlfriends in True Crime. She was Woody Harrelson's girlfriend in True Crime. Okay. Okay. But even that, I, I'll take five grand because you know what? I've made out with lots of people. I'll take five grand if they're celebrity. It's not going to do much What about you,
2: Wayne? <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta agree. The times are tight. So and plus, I love making out in my way. <laughs> Get Pedro
0: Pascal to uh, take a 5K? Listen,
3: here's what I've heard about some <laughs> <laughs> um, They're going to disappoint you, so what I'm going to do is just take that $5,000. You know, you always have this fantasy in your head, but it's, it's not what it really yeah,
1: count All of my celebrity crushes right now have boyfriends that I think, or, or partners, that would probably kick my ass. Run <laughs> like
2: Yeah, they probably would catch me. What? $5,000. I'm gonna have some to
1: with $5,000. I got bills.
2: I, got, I gotta take
1: the, the five stacks. Sorry guys. No,
2: I'm sorry.
0: Okay buddy, what about you? <laughs>
3: He'd watch community when it was yes. on, yes. Okay, the thing where Troy meets LeVar Burton and he was like, I never wanted to meet him, I only wanted a picture. Uh, you can't
0: disappoint a picture, yeah. so <laughs> yes. I feel
3: like I would have to go with the cash.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes.
3: you know, I never disappointed me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I know where five thousand dollars is gonna get me. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <no>. <laughs> so I'm going to Croatia, guys. I mean, I'm, 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 my
0: big, I'm a big 4-0. So, like, yeah, I'm mean, a good times with that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. screw that, yeah, no, I, I've got girls I can make out, out with they're human, and they don't cost much at all, so, mm-hmm. I mean, other than the wine, <laughs> anyway, welcome to, oh, <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, I want to thank my host who are with me tonight, Miss Bunny O'Hare,
3: thank you for having me back, it was a pleasure as, as always, and to my left, Mr. Wayne
0: Cook. Cur- Wash my hands now. It's about damn time. And also Lucy Lane. Oh, thank you all for having me. What's up? I'm so glad you came back. And last but not least, count
1: chocolate! No, count me in. Don't ever count me out. <laughs>
0: Alright, friends. Deep breaths. deep breaths. All right, friends, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I thank all of the hosts who joined me tonight. We have Miss Lucy O'Lane, the beautiful bunny O'Hare, Mr. Wayne Kerr, and of course, Count Chocolate. I loved having every single one of them there. It was a wonderful, 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 wonderful time. It was a little loud, so thanks for listening. Next time, we'll have our audio better, so you don't have to hear so much of the background. Anyway, thank you for supporting Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Follow us on our Patreon. Follow our sponsor at Ludlam Dramatics. Just remember, we love you guys. We love you so much. Enjoy your summer. Cheers!